We are accountable to our fans. Uh, we're not happy, as Sam said, for our performance last year, and we expect to be better this year. Shallow right center, long run, but Michael gets there. Throwing back to first, may have a play. Double the morph, and maybe a triple play. Welcome back to Sportball. Baseball predictions are here. Pitchers and catchers meet, I think, Wednesday? Next Wednesday? They're like five yeah. days away? That up. It's beautiful. 14th, Valentine's Day. Love will be How in the air. How Ian Hamilton and uh, Nick Pavetta report. So that's early. We're breaking down the AL East, five parts for our predictions, one for each team. Probably going to be like 25, 30 minutes each. We're going to go from worst to first. So, of course, we'll be starting off with the glorious dreary Boston Red Sox. In the offseason, they added Lucas Giolito. They added Tyler O'Neill, but traded away Nick Robertson. They added Vaughn Grissom, traded away Chris Sale, added Cooper Criswell, Greg Viser, Richard Fitz, Nicholas Judas, but they traded away Alex Verdugo, Roberto Perez, Isaiah Campbell, Romy Gonzalez, and Tyler Heineman. I had to scrounge for the last four. The last four were minor league deals. Yeah. Um, yeah, we suck. We do. Projected lineup. Looking at Jaron Duran in center, Rafael Devers at third, Tristan Casas at first, Trevor Story at short, Masataki Yoshida at DH, Tyler O'Neill in left, Walier Abreu in right, Vaughn Grissom at second, and Connor Wong catching. What are your thoughts so far? Ryan, you can you can kick this one off. You want me to start, bro? Oh, yeah, you can kick this one off. This is all you. You've been waiting for this. I I know I, I like what they're doing in Boston because they're saving a lot of money and they have a good young core. Not in the bigs yet. <laughs> That's okay. It's bro. Somewhere the young core is somewhere. You're, no, you're but right they're letting there. the young they're letting the young the young guys the young lads play, bro. Darren Duran, Tristan Cassis. <laughs> Darren Duran's like in the prime of his athletic career. He's like twenty seven. Are Where they, are bro? Uh, Rafael is projected to start off in Triple A. Yoshida's not a young dog, bro. He's like 31. <laughs> Von Grissom. There we go. There we go. I like Von Grissom. Valdez. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that first. The Von Grissom trade, the Chris Hill, Von Grissom deal. I like that deal, and you guys didn't like it. No, I, I liked like it. it. Nick didn't like it. No, I didn't like it. Yeah. Nick didn't like it. I think it at that all. for a team so desperate for starting pitching, like there was no point in trading away your best pitcher who's pitching in a contract year. And if you did want to be competitive, he was going to give you the best year. Yeah, but then you looked at Cutter Crawford's baseball savant page, and you were like, oh, I see what they're cooking in Boston. That's fine. Let's yeah, no, I, but I like Uber walk. But they could have had him and Cutter Crawford. Well, yeah, but I don't know. I'm fine with it. I was fine with getting rid of Sale. He didn't really pitch much over the last. What if he's terrible? Odd years. What if he's terrible? Long I still won't. Oh, no. What if Chris Hale's terrible this year? And then I still won't. What if all that? No, I still, I still won't like the trade. Chance, I think. No, there's not a good chance. Terrible. I don't think one a good chance. He was probably one of the 20 best starting pitchers in baseball after May or starting in May. He was nasty last year. Wait, what did you say? The 20 best baseball pitchers starting in May. He was no starting from May on. Oh, May on. Oh, okay, gotcha. If you include his shitty April, he had front-loaded bad starts that ruined his numbers. He was disgusting. He gave up eight runs in three innings the first start of the year against the Orioles, and then was he a got start for shedded by the Orioles again two weeks later, and then he gave up three and five innings to Detroit. Like, those all cooked his ERA, and then once he got in the latter half of the season, I remember what he did on Sunday right. Night Baseball. 
more than him being asked. More than him being asked. What if he pitched like less than a hundred innings again? You think you're gonna get an offer this will good? Like no, that's why I liked the deal. I think it was the most buy low good prospect you could get to, I think, out of it. Or one of the best, at least. I don't know what the other what really any other prospect. offers were. Like he's no, it's a guy it's a guy who's well, he hasn't really proven. He had a really he's bad a prospect. He's a prospect. He's he had a he had a good twenty twenty two. He's twenty three. Yeah, he's the youngest play he's gonna be the youngest player on the opening day roster. He's a prospect. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a prospect. I mean, like, I, I'm. I just meant that he's played and then the MLB and proven that he can actually like. Yeah. Play. Has he, dude? He has like 200 two. career plate appearances. Um, no, in 2022, I think he played 100 plus. He played uh, what, like 80 games in 2022? Dude, he got called up in August. Oof. Well, all I remember is his first career home run was at Fenway. So he's. It at was home. at Fenway. It was a nuke a on the Lansdowne. It was on the Lansdowne, I think. Yeah. Miguel Sano type home run. Um, I do also like he's going to be running second base. He was bad defensively last year in his limited time at short um, in Atlanta. So I, I think uh, this could, this is a good, um, you know, less range necessary um, sort of yeah. throw. Less especially with Trevor, especially possible. with Trevor's story next to him. Yeah. Did you see the uh, gobble? Gobble up holding? everything. Yeah, he does that every year. He did it last year so even, too while he was hurt. The, did you watch the YouTube video? I watched the knockout. I saw Casas win knockout. Yeah. No, I like I liked it. It was uh what it was Trevor Story, uh Von Grissom, Nick York, David Hamilton, and Tristan Casas. Yeah, those the one brothers. other guy. People are saying. You said Von Grissom, right? Yeah. He was there. Oh, yeah, there's one other two guy. Short there. Stops and two second baseman, I think, and then Casas. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. But yeah, we still got a lot of free agents though for the Red Sox to potentially sign though. We got yeah, Chad. Potentially's a potentially's yeah. a big word. Yeah, we're Matt gonna sign Chad. Matt Chapman after extending Rafael Devers. Yeah, yeah we well, where's Matt. where's Chapman gonna play left field? <laughs> yeah. We got Snell. We got Montgomery. Snell's not you guys got, here. No, Brian, you guys got Snell. You guys yeah, that's all you, bro. That's all you, bro. You can keep that. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, that's all you. He's yours. <laughs> not nah, big dog. We don't want him. That's all you. Uh, I mean, really, the really the only one is Jordan Montgomery. It's jo- it's JMO, yeah, because right He's now the, the rotation only... is Bayo, Giolito, Crawford, Brian Bayo, Lucas Giolito, Cutter Crawford, Nick Pavetta, and Tanner Houck. That's what we're looking at right now. That's our five. Which I think is fine if they want to commit to youth. But my only thing there would be that Nick Pavetta isn't youth anymore. No, isn't he thirty? He's thirty one. Yeah, he just turned thirty one. Like Brian Mata. He's grown. Brian Mata's a reliever. <laughs> yeah, he, he's they need, shown. They, he need another star. they, they just need another starter because Maybe their, that's, farm, their farm starters are all years away. Like Maybe Gonzalez, that's Chris Murphy. Like, he could step up like he did at the end of last season. Come on, though. Let's I'm not saying Chris Murphy is going to give us the, a full 32 starts and uh, – yeah, I don't mind him as a spot do. guy. How much how much better do you feel about this team if they got Jordan Montgomery right now? A, a decent amount better. At I least that they at least that they're gonna have one solid better. start a week. You know what I mean? You I watch J- games better. You watch JMO. He's a solid start. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah, right. give us give us some JMO breakdown. You saw earlier JMO. He's got a funny uh release. <laughs> yeah, he does have a funny release. Um, but yeah, I mean like I don't know. He definitely could be like, I think it's hard to say because he is so consistent, but like some people I think are putting him on a pedestal just because 
like he's one of the only good free agents last and he because he's been so consistent but like I mean, there's going to be games where he has, like... You mean they're putting him on a pedestal? They're putting him on a pedestal because he's good and consistent. I don't, I don't... Yeah, but, like... <laughs> no, I know. Like, I know he's not going to dominate a game. Like, I think you guys oh. know that. No, he, but that's, we just want a 3-5 ERA, 180-inning pitcher. Like, yep. that's what we need. Yeah. We need he's him. not going to get injured either, really. Exactly. Yeah, because he's so huge. He's <laughs> massive. It's a mountain, he did get injured for the Yankees. But... That's fine. No, we don't need to talk about that. Um... <laughs> I don't know. The Red Sox have the one thing they've done a good job of this offseason is releasing videos that make me feel better about the team, like all the prospect videos. Where it's, well, the, the prospects Meyer, are good. Anthony, Teal, and they're all and like hanging out are. together. That makes me feel good about the future, but those are also, I feel like, just buttering us up. Make us feel like, good about what's I'm, to come. I know that's what they've been doing for four years now. I think all three of the prospects will be quality MLB players. Like, I don't know if any of them will be superstars. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I don't really know if and any of them have that in them like mayors why he was so good was because you knew he was going to be good he's good at everything yeah anthony's the one that could be a superstar teal's going to be a solid catcher but like at that I position like, though that's almost that's a yeah solid catcher wonderful is, thing to get is been... probably top 10 in the league like, yeah especially with the offensive production that he's going to i was going to say a solid catcher with both offensive and defensive production is I just think that they have to get the they have to get the young guys involved this year. Yeah, who do you think? Uh, who do you think would be first to to get up between those three? Teal. I think it's Teal. Yeah. Even though he was the latest drafted. Yes. Yeah. He's just makes the most sense. Because Anthony and Mayer were, Anthony was one year after Mayer, right? Yeah. Yeah. He but realistically, the, they were the same. They're the last because Mayer didn't play. His first year, you know what I mean? Yeah. That 2020, yeah. 2021 draft class, yeah, basically, experience. Mayor got what a two a two month head start on him. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't really, it's very insignificant. Yeah, yeah. he was twenty. No, I don't think he'll be a superstar. But I think I'm, I'm not ruling that out immediately. I'm not ruling that out yet. Yeah, yeah, he's too young. Oh yeah, of course he's too young. I'm just saying from what I've yeah. seen, I don't think he it's has. I don't think he has the pop to be a superstar shortstop because it's not like 20 years ago, I would have been like, oh, yeah, guaranteed he's a superstar shortstop. But with the way that shortstops hit nowadays, like you got yeah. a, like, you know, story when he played short in Colorado, Lindor, Mets Merchant, uh, Correa, Bogarts, yeah. all those guys are offense first shortstops. Tatis when he played short, like, yeah, all the best shortstops hit bombs, and Mayer just doesn't do that. So, <clears throat> not saying he can't be like top ten, but I don't think mm-hmm. he'll be like the best. Like he was built out of high school. He's also struggled with a lot of wrist injuries in uh, the minor league so far that have kind of zapped his power. Yeah, in the second half of season. So, I mean, maybe as he gets older and matures physically, the wrist injuries will go away. But mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my projection. I don't necessarily think it means much, but. And uh, I think we got to talk about the Netflix socks. I'm excited. I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm excited for, for it. Brian and I were talking about it yesterday. Yeah, it's good... I said this is a perfect year to do it because it, we'll get to publicity. see. What like. I still disagree with that, but. I don't because. It's definitely not the perfect year to do it's it. It's a great year but... to do it because you always see the documentaries from the these 
these teams that are on insane highs and they have great seasons. Uh, but now we're, we're getting a documentary of a team that's probably going to be between 75 and 82 wins. Yeah, that's mid. That's awesome. Like these guys are stuck in, in mediocrity for a whole year and you have to see every day going to the ballpark of just like, eh, maybe we win, maybe we lose. <laughs> that's insane. I mean, it is going to be funny, though. It's going like, to be really no funny. No doubt it's going to be funny. These guys deal with being on a team that they know isn't going to make the playoffs, but that they also know isn't bad enough to just be loss, loss, loss. But you don't know if they won't make the playoffs. I have a uh, sneaking suspicion that they won't make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I, have I, think, I think that'll that. be interesting. It does suck that it's not like Hard Knocks where it comes out like on like a, what is it, bi-weekly or whatever Hard Knocks does. Yeah. So it's throughout the whole season. Yeah, but it won't come out till twenty twenty five. But based on what I'm looked at, based on what I'm looking at right now, currently, Fangraph does like our guys in terms of their projections. I think it's because of the uh, expected stuff from the staff, especially. I mean, like the the staff is what everyone is the knock for everyone for the most part. I'm talking about the lineup. Oh, from the lineup. I mean, I knew we were going to score runs. Like we even last year, we we had no problem having that lineup. But I mean, like. I like some of these projections. Besides stories, they're very low on story. But yeah, they are. They're, like they're projecting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're looking at a 722 OPS. I think Trevor Story will be way higher that's than a, little, a 720. A I think Trevor Story yeah. will be way higher than a 722 OPS. But, I mean, they got Yoshida over eight. Devers, they got y'all. Devers, of course, flirting with 850. Yeah. Costa's got, also flirting with 850. That'll be huge. This is why y- y- y'all are too low. They got you and the Rangers projected at the same record. The Rangers were also an overachieving team last year in terms of their lineup. Like they had Leody Tavares go for like a 110 OPS plus when no one could have seen that coming. <laughs> yeah, but now they replaced that with Wyatt Langford or Evan Carter. <laughs> yeah, oh, both later in the year. I think they they're be up immediately. Uh, I bet he comes up. I bet he comes up Already in May. 22, 23. I bet he comes up in May, like what the Orioles did with Rutschman. Don't uh, start him. Let him get some confidence in the minors first and then bring him up. But we can talk about that, it, obviously. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get in three weeks. <laughs> yes, yeah, like doing this? Are we doing East? We should alter. Yeah, we should do East. We should do East East. We should do East East. All right. Okay, so we're not going to talk about that for a long time now. So, but – the thing with the Red Sox is obviously going to be the starting rotation. Like for sure. What? I mean, Ryan, you came on here to talk about the Red Sox. What should they do with the starting rotation? <laughs> As Ryan does, obviously. Okay, I, I think Sox. honestly, I'm lower than you guys are on the rotation. I think I'm higher on the offense, like the offensive production with like the the younger guys. But I don't know. I don't think your rotation is going to be very. I think it's a little insane. Fangraphs says everybody almost over a four or five in this rotation. Yeah, I think Bayo at a four or five is. That's ridiculous. A little too low. Yeah, but I don't I think, think they're extremely low. I mean, maybe you guys aren't that high on it, anyways. We're not. I don't think. I, I don't think, think they're a little. They might be. I'm high on the. I'm high on the two. I'm high on Bayo and Crawford. Yeah, they might and be I'm, a little too high on Gili, uh Gilito. Yeah, I think they're a little too high on almost everyone, but it's still a not by much, and b the rotation isn't very flattering. It's not. Yeah, no, it's something you look at and you can just be like, yeah, this will probably be a overall ERA of about four or five. I'll give up about five runs a game. I mean, yeah. Giolito is kind of an uh, an interesting X factor, though. 
He is an X factor. He's an X factor. He is for sure. He had three straight seasons of like mid threes, three four, three four, three five, and then the last two seasons he's played very. But he was solid last year before the whole divorce movie three times fiasco. Yeah, Yeah. change of scenery. That's what they say. They say that's all it takes. Pretty bad change in life. (laughs) He was bad last year. I think he got cut by two teams after being traded. Yeah, he got cut by LA. After they traded away two of their best prospects for him. Okay, but do you guys think okay for about about Bayo? Do you think he's like a future ace type yeah. pitcher or like a two, like a good two, or like somewhere between there? I think he can be a future ace. I think he's shown That's that. He I don't think be. he's gonna be a future ace. I mean, don't out yourself as a non-ball number, brother. I'm not. I'm not trying. Dude, to. Dude, he moment. had a stretch. A ace, but I think he will he, be very good. He had like a 12 game stretch last year where he legitimately put up like a 2 3 ERA over 12. He's a high end, high end rotation lock, I think, for his career. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, maybe. I really don't see an outcome where he, for his career, he's like below a three starter. But I don't think he's going to be a dominant ace. I think he could be. He has the profile. He has the profile to turn out. Mm-hmm. A lot of dominant aces are ground ball pitchers who strike a lot of people out, and that's what Bayo does. Does he strike a lot of people out, though? He has. When he's on, he strikes people out. When he plays the Yankees, he does. Yeah. yeah. He strikes a lot of people out. (laughs) He's actually really good against the Yankees. (laughs) He just struggles against, like, the Orioles a lot. I think everyone struggled against the Orioles last year. Yeah, it'll probably happen again this year. I mean, he has good, like, walk numbers. He's good. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't walk. He doesn't walk anyone. Nick, are you... Are you still um, guns blazing with Tanner Houck this year, like you were last year? Like coming, he should be a starter, no doubt. No, no, I mean like he's he's the guy again. Yeah. Okay. He has the stuff to be. I a think three. I, I think I'm I'm beginning to agree. Dude, if you saw what he did last year, right? I I, I hate this he just argument. Needs to stop throwing the because he did stop towards the end of the because year, stop throwing the forcing. Because I I mean I'm always the one to harp on a pitcher if they're trash, and I, I don't want to be the homer, but. If you look at Hauk, he always threw one bad pitch every single game. He'd hang a slider. It would be a two-run shot, and it would make a one-run, six-inning gem look like an average three-run, six-inning start. Yeah. Like, that takes your ERA and that start from 1-5 to 4-5, one bad pitch. And before – uh, who was it? Who hit the ball off his face? Was it Hicks? Aaron Hicks. I actually think it was Aaron Hicks. Might have been. Because I think he was the one that hurt Sale and Tout. But before he got DFA'd. But whoever hit the ball off his face, I don't know why I don't remember. I wasn't watching that game. But after the ball got hit off his face, he just was not the same pitcher. He looked scared until September when he was fine. But I think he showed serious strides at the beginning of the year in – taking like being just so dominant for four innings that if he can just learn how to compete for the last two and control his stuff, he can easily finish with a three, five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he, as the season progressed, he cut down on his four seam usage because he threw like one of the worst four seam fastballs in baseball. I think last year, it's just he was also throwing that splitter. Zone four seam. Yeah. That yeah, splitter the, was disgusting. The splitter was, the splitter was good last year. The sinker was good last year, and the slider was good last year. Um, 
just working with those, I think will be ideal for him. And just, and he needs to just be like a, a, I don't think he'll be a consistent, like six innings in a start guy, but he needs to be a high slider usage, five innings. But you can, you can also have inning type starter with a guy like Bayo and also Giolito guys that do go deep into games. Yeah. Pavetta also goes deep into games a lot of times. Yeah. You can't afford, but that's why I want Montgomery to counter with that. Mm-hmm. Because with Montgomery, you're getting, he goes almost six innings every time. Yeah. So if you have that guy in help who maybe only goes four and a third, like twice a week, yeah. that's fine because you can counter that with Bale going six and two thirds and Montgomery going six and Pavetta going five and two thirds. Like you can afford a little leeway mm-hmm. if you have one guy who could do that the red sox problem last year was they had three guys who did that like and then it was winkowski going out there throwing four innings out of the pen every five six innings out of the pen every week yeah it was brennan bernardino three spot starts a week i know yeah i mean how do you feel about this bullpen because the bullpen's disgusting that's it really is i'm a yeah yeah what bullpen are you looking at brother I don't know. <laughs> we have a healthy Schreiber back. You got the singer Henley, cool Chris play, Martin. Bro. Yeah, he was the best. Re- he had the, like a top ten reliever season of all time last year. Yeah, Coldplay's disgusting. Chris I mean, Martin I don't want. I don't think you can. I don't think you can slander him. I'm not. I'm slander. Kenley, I don't know if he'll be on the team. Um. Yeah, but if he's not, we'll have some. Na- we'll have team. some. We'll have some nasty prospect. Yeah, we have Whitlock purely out of the pen this year. Please. We also have other guys. Trying to start him. We also have other guys in AAA that are MLB caliber pitchers. Yeah. Weiser, Weiser, Isaiah Campbell, Zach Kelly. I think Weiser will just be on the opening day. My sweet king, Greg Weiser. Yeah. Bro, he he throws one of the nastiest the, sliders I've ever seen. It really wasn't that good last year, though. Yeah, but it looks the it slider looks, got destroyed. It was the four seam that was nice last. Doesn't year. doesn't matter. It looks nasty. Oh yeah, he throws a he throws a pitching ninja, just pure sweeper. That like if he gets one whiff, it's like oh yeah, I'm posting this. <laughs> but uh, we have our biggest signing of the offseason. Cooper Criswell could find his way into the pen. But they awesome said they're match. using him as a starter. They got him for forty three innings. Toss him. Uh, actually, sit, a mil, two mil, seven innings. I be- I will bet my life that he does not get the sixty seven innings on this team. Cooper Criswell? Yeah, no shot. Be Zip- a damn shame. <laughs> Zip's got him for a hundred. I will bet my life he doesn't even see fifty. <laughs> Never know. We need the starting rotation to literally fall apart because they're gonna go to <clears throat> they're gonna go to Whitlock first. They're just gonna move on. I really hope they don't do that. And then they're gonna go to Walter, or I, I hope Mur- they just go to like Murphy or Walter, and not Whitlock. Just let him be a reliever, please. Hey, he's so disgusting. He's so good when he just has to face like like Ryan four remembers. Five Ryan remembers twenty twenty one when Garrett Whitlock came in the game. It was over, especially against the Yankees. Especially yeah. against the Yankees when he came all in the game. Stem, when all where all great things stem from the Yankees organization. Uh, great things is very real. Rule five. Term. The COVID rule five guy. Dude, but he was like, he literally, when he came, when he would come in and the game was over. He yeah. lost his aura, bro. 
that they killed him. I don't him. think he lost his they aura or that they just killed him, yeah. They tried to kill him. It's, rid- it's ridiculous. Said everybody's saying, hey, don't don't make him a starter, please. Just keep him in the bullpen. That's where he's best. And it's like, we're going <clears> to <throat> we're gonna make him a starter. We're going to do like, it anyways. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. He's got to be a bull. He's got to be a reliever. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> got to be. All right, I think uh, I think we're at the point. Uh, it's prediction time for this ball club. Okay. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I'm there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Nick, where do you have this team finishing? The Red Sox. Yeah. Um. You know what? I'm gonna go on a limb and make a very bold prediction later. So I'm okay. gonna say fourth. I also have them finishing fourth. Out of five teams? <laughs> yep. <laughs> usually, usually. Yeah. Uh, I got them at 84 and 78. That's a good – that's a good – That's like probably that more wins than I'm going to say they're going to have. I was going to say like uh, I think they're two, I think, two to three games. I think they, are, I think they win 82 games. I like that. I think so that's what Fangraphs has it. Oh, okay. You know, Sarah's not, over here. Not yeah, not trying to out anyone, but what do I have? Um, all right, so where do you Bancraft have to actually has us winning seventy eight oh. games? Really? No, uh, no, no, last no. Year. You won seventy eight last, last year, bro. Year. Not last year. Well, they're just looking at the standings, yelling at fan graphs. Uh okay. I got them. yeah, I'll say fourth too. All right. I see the fall off of the race. Chill. Spoiler. Chill, you're spoiling my pick. Chill. Yeah, I'm not going to be here, so I had to throw that out there. <laughs> All right. The keys for this team, um, acquire good players at base, that uh, that are good at baseball. Uh, hopefully the young players produce, and please just don't finish and last. It's all about the young players producing. Yeah. You just can't finish and last. Yeah, basically. Why? What's wrong with finishing and last? That's four out of five years. Oh. Uh. Yeah, it's an ALCS run sprinkled in. <laughs> like that's like so crazy. All right, so let's dumb. talk about let's talk about the All right. right. We'll see you guys tomorrow with the Yankees preview.